1: So we're going to chat here a bit about what's going on in the restaurant industry in our country right now, and uh, they're doing their best to come back from the pandemic. They really are, but they're having a tough time, and the biggest barrier I think a lot of them are facing right now is getting people to work for them. It's tough. I got a kid who's uh, 17, and he's working now for a very very popular chain of restaurants, Um, and half the hockey team that he played on last year is working there because one kid got hired, and the manager of the restaurant said, listen... If you can get one of your buddies to come work here, I'll promote you and give you an extra dollar an hour. They did it. Then another kid got hired from the hockey team, did the same thing, and another kid and another kid. And I think there's five of them there now, four or five of them, something like that. And this is a strategy that a lot of restaurants are deploying now, along with all other manner of things to try and get people to come back to work because they need the staff and they're having a horrible time getting what they need so we're going to chat now with mark von shelowitz who is vice president of western canada for restaurants canada Uh, mark thank you for your time this morning i appreciate it pleasure to be here so when we take a look at what's going on in the restaurant industry i mean just how bad is it what kind of a labor shortage are we looking at
2: well i guess first i'd say you know we're a very labor intensive industry we're a people business and you know we had real difficulty finding staff even before the pandemic Uh, According to Statistics Canada, we had, before the pandemic, about 60,000 unfilled positions. uh, And now, of course, after the pandemic, for a number of different reasons, that's numbers more than doubled, where Statistics Canada is now saying that we have 130,000 unfilled positions in Canada's uh, food service industry. So it's a significant challenge, and and of course, there's many reasons for uh, for it. Uh, You know, I guess uh, one of the biggest ones, I guess, is the demographics challenge alone. Uh, You know, we have uh, a changing demographics, people are aging, and there's a lot fewer young people entering the workforce. So, for example, if we had the same sort of uh, uh, participation rate of young people entering the workforce that we did a, a decade ago, mm-hmm. uh, we'd have 100,000 more people in the workforce, young people in the workforce that we could choose from. So it's partially a demographic challenge. It's a, It's a geographic challenge as well. There's a lot fewer younger people in some of these smaller communities that are really having challenges keeping their doors open uh, full time. And of course, after the pandemic, you know, sales are down. We have most of our members still losing money. So uh, you know, they need that staff in order to to get open and uh, and and to service their guests. So we have a real labor uh, supply and demand mismatch in the industry right now,
1: yeah, it sounds like it's 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 severe. I'm wondering why some of these people aren't coming back. You know, if they were working in that industry before, I imagine for some people, you know, if you had that year, year and a half where you couldn't go to work, some of them, you know, just basically out of necessity would have found other things and maybe got lured out of that industry and they're gone for good. Yeah
2: part of the challenge that we're facing right now, it was a really difficult, you know, during the uh, pandemic, we had all these restrictions they were stopping and starting and uh, our staff weren't getting consistent hours. And uh, eventually I think some of them just said, okay, time to look for something yeah. a little bit more stable and consistent. So that's certainly part of it. I think uh, the whole safety thing is another issue and, and just the whole COVID thing. People are literally uh, not as comfortable in these front uh, staff positions. Safety is also a concern because, you know, you've all heard the incidents of, of you know, anti-maskers and, and people against vaccine passports that are sort of taking it out in our industry, and of course that makes it really difficult to uh, attract somebody to be in a position. We're a fun industry. We, you know, pride ourselves in offering those flexible work schedules, building up that teamwork and their friendships that are built up in this, and it's supposed to be a fun industry and it's not very much fun when you have somebody, you know, hurling abuse at so, so I think mm-hmm. that's certainly an issue as well. But uh, I loved your opening about your your kids because really the industry is really innovative and resilient, and they're trying all sorts of options right now to uh, to attract staff. I mean, you mentioned the referral bonuses yeah. is a big one. You know, the flexible work schedules, free meals. Um, you know, and, you know, offering health and dental benefits earlier. Um, and, you know, so so those are some of the things that the industry is doing to attract them back. But uh, uh, it's just really a numbers game right now. And, of course, what we're asking for is, uh, look, there's got to be, a, a you know, a more permanent solution to this because the demographics aren't going to change. And we certainly need to focus more on immigration. You know, we're asking for a, a food service specific stream of the Temporary Foreign Workers Program that understands Unique challenges of our industry, you know, through the AI and P program as well. Uh, just making sure that there's more of a focus on, on tourism and hospitality businesses because there is really that that labor supply and demand mismatch there. That uh, the only way that we can get our our members fully operational again is by bringing in some more of these uh, uh, foreign workers. And uh, and our members don't care whether they're foreign workers or not foreign workers. They just need workers. And yeah. if that's a solution, they're 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 happy to, to take.
1: How, what So, I mean, like, like I mentioned, my kid, and, and, it, and like I say, it seems to be working, because I, I swear to God, there's five or six of them <laughs> that have been hired on over the last month or so. Um, but what else are they doing? I mean, I've heard some restaurants are limiting hours, they're closing for some days, they're closing earlier, things like that, just because they don't have the staff to be open as much as they would like to be.
2: Yeah, excellent point, Shay. And, and that's part of the thing that's actually hurting the other staff because if you're not, if you don't have enough staff to open up a certain shift, uh, you know, the whole shift is shut down so nobody gets any work. And, uh, I know of multiple stories of, you know, apparently in the quick service industry and some of these more remote locations in the province where, you know, they're supposed to be a 24-7 operation. They just can't do those shifts. They can't open 24 hours and other restaurants just simply are closing certain days of the week where, uh, where business is usually slower and they just don't have the staff to be able to, to deal with all the clientele. And, and it's really frustrating if you can imagine, you know, right now 80% of our members have been losing money. Um, and as well at the same time as they're losing money they need this business really badly right now and there's all these obstacles to uh, preventing them from actually getting back and paying back their debts and, and and staying open so so it's a pretty frustrating situation out there and uh, and certainly one that uh, that needs I think some government help to solve
1: um, is there anything that the consumer can do I mean I guess you can you can go there but I mean at the same time, increase in business with a lack in staff could backfire, right? I mean, what what, what can the average consumer do to help here?
2: Well, I think uh, just recognize that, uh, you know, there are these shortages, you know, do more takeout and delivery, which isn't as uh, is involved with the staffing, but uh, and just double check ahead of time that, uh, you know, there's enough staff to do it. But uh naturally our members don't want to be open unless they can provide their guests the service that their guests require. So uh they'd rather not be open than to provide bad service. So so uh I guess uh, just be patient and uh and uh, as far as the consumers out there, hey, word of mouth works great. If yeah. you know anybody, young people that are out there right now, you know, they may be on CERB or they may be students. Uh, uh please send them our way and uh, uh and I think you know it's a it's a great rewarding uh experience job experience for for those that enter the industry, like we always say, whether it's a year or a career you you've got great opportunities in the in the restaurant industry uh to to get your first foothold on your employment ladder or to you know go all the way up. We have uh, positions going from entry level all the way to to executives so uh it's a great industry I've worked in it many years and, and it's a fun industry uh, but uh Ultimately, we have to solve the sort of demographic and geographic uh, labour shortage that's out there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And in the meantime, you know, I imagine if you're somebody who's thinking, you know what, I could pick up, you know, 16 hours a week, 24 hours. I mean, employers would be willing to be quite flexible and work with you on taking what you can offer, right? Right. Yeah, and that's one of the
2: great uh, benefits of working in our industry is we can work around your, you know, work-life balance. So, for example, even if you're a mom and you're at home part of the time, but you have maybe a few days or a few shifts that you could work a week, uh, a great little thing to to, to add some supplemental income and... uh, uh, you know, we will cater, um, you know, to your schedule, and and uh, if you're only available to work certain times or certain shifts, we'll we'll certainly be happy to to uh, provide those opportunities. And and I think that in the end, that is is our sort of uh, a competitive advantage as to certain others is that flexibility of scheduling.
1: Yeah, exactly. Interesting discussion. Thank you so much for your time, Mark. Really appreciate it. My pleasure, Shane. That is Mark Von Schelowitz, who is Vice President for Western Canada for Restaurants Canada.